We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. <laughs> well, because he has been playing as a winger. Yeah, I know, I know. But now it's not as, like, you. you I guess you can. He was much more valuable as a defender. You can't play that. Get Why not? 4,600? Stop it. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joining us Thursday, September 24th by Jordan Cooper to talk about Saturday's Premier League slate. Jordan, we got an announcement today. We. There was an announcement today, uh, this week that they're not going to let fans into these stadiums anytime soon, which means we're probably going to get a lot of staggered start times. How do you feel about that? It's horrible. It's awful, especially since you forget about things. Last week, I had Willie on in my lineup, and I was planning on like, okay, I'm going to switch down to Aubameyang if I'm like over the cash line and because he's going to be popular. And then I just missed the three o'clock start time, and uh, the the difference. I, I I didn't I didn't lose money, fortunately, but uh, I didn't make much. Hmm. Were you going to switch? Yeah, no, I was going to switch. It, it depended on the second game. It's like, uh, you know, William zeroed out, and I'm like, I'll leave 300 table and play Aubameyang because I know it'll be chalky. 
and uh and he was and i was off doing something else and like didn't realize like, by the time i realized it, it was like 307 and the game already started mm-hmm. i stuck with uh willian and i believe i was the only one who did that well me and you me and you stuck yeah, with right. the, the two, two points us. right exactly right. i mean it's not like obama and put up a ton of points but like the seven point difference mattered yeah i ended up i had willian and uh danny ceballos in my utility ford and utility that, that's exactly did we have the same lineup that's exactly what i had um let's see if we had the same lineup no we didn't i crushed you oh you know why i crushed you because Why? you decided to pick the goalkeeper with negative 1.5 points, and I picked the one that had nine. Right. Okay. So that's all that matters. That goalkeeper is all that matters in DFS soccer now, especially on three-game staggered start time slates. It was nice of us for both of us to get bailout uh, goals, although you got bailout uh, bailout brace with Helder Costa. Okay, is that a bailout? I thought he was. I said on the podcast that I was going to play him at forward if he was starting. Yeah, yeah, no, that was there. But two goals, I think, is a little bit of a maybe not right, right, right. Two goals and barely any peripheral points. Yeah, okay, that that happens sometimes. Yeah, I played Townsend, got a goal there too. So it's not like I was without luck. But anyway, um, let's dive into this uh, new Saturday slate. We've got what I would think is a pretty nice slate. team-wise like I think people appreciate having like the big teams on the slate and we obviously have Chelsea but uh, regular listeners of this podcast know that you and I really like the Crystal Palace Southampton Burnley kind of slates and that's kind of what we have yeah and I think based on the the start times uh, kind of predict the lineups well enough I mean I think the main players maybe maybe some defenders did up and down mm-hmm. depending if you're going to play them I mean, I, I like the fact that uh, Everton and Crystal Palace is the first game. I think that's that lineup is maybe more important, uh, at least for like plugging in value. Right. Like Chelsea, you could predict West Brom. You're probably not going to play much of. So, I mean, in general, I mean, we have Chelsea as the biggest favorite on the slate, but they're you know they're minus two sixty five road favorites, and the total isn't even three. So it's two and three quarters. And a lot of that two and three quarters is on the Chelsea side. <laughs> Right. Uh, and then we got uh, Everton as a plus 112 road favorite with a two and a quarter total uh, to Crystal Palace. And then Southampton is a plus 142 road favorite to Burnley. And that's the, the lowest total, a little under two and a quarter. So it, goals are, are sh- based on these uh, betting lines shouldn't be a plenty. But of course, that makes goals even more valuable. Right. If you have them, especially for GPP, but I think for for cash games, uh, you know, if it's a if it's a non chalky guy that scores, like a center back or something or a substitute, like it's not going to matter as much. I think one of my favorite things about you describing the slate just there is how you emphasize the term road, uh, which makes like anybody outside of the U.S. just cringe because they prefer away. Um, well, we call it a soccer podcast, so there That's you go. True. You get American terms. No, soccer's a uh, an English term that we just— I know, for association football. Yeah, yeah. We, we could all go into the, the etymology or whatever of, of the etiology of, of the term, that it technically is a British term. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Soccer Sunday is like their show. Right. Yeah. But you still get British people that complain that we call it soccer. Oh, yeah, for sure. Not just British. They're all over the place. But anyway, um, yeah, I think— 
getting that Crystal Palace lineup first of any, like literally of any team on the slate. I think that's the one that can change so much. And while even though they're uh, home underdogs, like I think you're still going to want whoever takes set pieces for them. Right. And and I think that the, the cash build, uh, we may see very similar builds. Yes, I agree. I like. I, I think there's very clear paths to, to to essentially filling your lineup full of set piece takers. Yeah, you can get them all pretty much. Right. Uh, so the main decision, even even in cash games, is whether or not you play Timo Werner. Yep. Ninety two hundred. Yep. Because he's, he has the heni, uh, highest anytime goal scoring odds at currently at minus one seventy. He's the only one. I mean, it's obviously Abraham or Giroud aren't going to start if he's in. So everyone else is is less than even money. Because uh, even Havertz is plus 140, mm-hmm. and he's midfield only, so uh, you're not going to be able, able to play him in the forward spot. Yeah, that that one really... I mean, they did that for Bundesliga, too, and it just makes absolutely no sense. Right. He should at least be an MF. Yeah. Right. If they're going to make James an MF, unless they just got mixed up with Jay Rodriguez, um, then they should make Havertz for sure. Right. But is the, is the question this late on whether or not you play Werner or James? Or neither. Or or both. Or both. Oh, that, that, you could do that too. Or yeah. both. You, you, I mean, you can definitely play both. But, I mean, I think when you're considering Werner or James at forward, you are you would be playing them. If you play both, essentially you're not playing James Ward-Prowse. Right? Um, no, you could. At midfield? Yeah, you could. I mean, I, yes, you're right. You, technically, you're right. I think it's really what you do at defense. Right. Well, of course. But in... in in that price range, I mean, the highest priced midfielder to really the the only midfielder to pay up for is Ward Prowse or Havertz. Mm-hmm. Of course, Ward Prowse would be the higher floor player for cash games. So, like, if you do like to me, the dinky do is not in play because like, who are you paying up for? Like, unless you're playing a Ward Prowse Havertz lineup, like the bottom end of the forward pool, like I don't see playing two of them. I I playing one of them that are in kind of the lower price ranges. And I'm considering like that, that for this late, the dinky do is like seven K or below or 7,200 or below. Yeah. Which is because really I think that low. No, but I'm, but it's low for the context of the slate. There's no one, sure. like, there's no 10 K on this slate. So to me, outside of Werner and James, then we get, go down to McNeil at 7,200 on Burnley Townsend at 7,000 on palace. You could even consider like, if he's in the starting lineup, easy E. I think Eze, Eze is definitely a consideration if he starts. Right. And I and I just wanted to make sure that uh, that I could say easy E at least once a podcast. <laughs> I actually thought you were going to start there, like say 59 and below. And below is, pff, I don't know what you're getting there, but. Yeah, I don't know what you're getting there either. So that's, 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 that's why, like if you play a Townsend or an easy E McNeil type of lineup, you're paying up for board prowse. But then who else are you paying? I mean, like, you're paying up a goalkeeper or something. I mean, I just I, I just think you're probably playing one of Werner or James in an optimal type lineup, yep. cash line. Yeah, you're not. Yes, agreed. Right. It just due to roster construction. Like, yeah, sure. If I if they, James Madison was on the slate or De Bruyne or like a high-priced floor midfielder, if there were two of them, yeah, okay, I could see that construction. But this one... Uh, like James is like splitting, but not really. He's 
It's mostly Lucas Dean here. Yeah, he's, yeah he's definitely not splitting. I mean, I mean, they are, but like this, the Dina share is much bigger than I think we anticipated. Right. So you're paying 8400 for a guy with much lower goal scoring odds. So like, for instance, Werner's minus 170, but Hamez, I mean, you have to scroll down. He's plus 310. Yeah, he's you're, to score a goal. You pretty much but you get, usually paying him for like chances created and, and right. assists. Right. And he's, he's going to be the primary playmaker. Right. You know, and get, get the peripheral stats. And then for for GPP, like like Richarlison's too expensive. Yeah, he is. At eighty eight hundred, like no one's gonna play him. The the specifically the difference between Richarlison and Calvert Lewin. Like I realize Richarlison has a higher floor, but it's not that much higher. And the goal odds probably I didn't even look at the two of them together, but I have to imagine Calvert Lewin. Yeah, Calvert Lewin's ahead of him. Right, Calvert Lewin's plus one thirty, Richarlison's plus one fifty. Right. Obviously, Richarlison gets peripherals, but not enough for eighty eight hundred. Right. Yeah, he'll be. Danny there. Ings is always there at seventy eight hundred. I think Ings is a great GPP play. Like if he was seventy, maybe seven thousand, I think you would consider him in cash. No, but I think the the best uh, GPP plays, you'd use like one, you'd use like Werner and this guy. It would be the Burnley forwards. Oh yeah, uh, Wood I'm, I'm always a Chris Wood guy. Right, and then if he's healthy, we have a Jay Rodriguez uh, revenge game. Ooh, I don't think he plays, so no. I don't think you have to care about that. Um, it would also be quite nice to see a lineup with two Jay Rodriguez's. Right, James and Jay Rodriguez. Right. Because you're not going to know that. Like, the Burnley-Southampton game is the late game. So, like, there's, it's a matter of you're plugging in Chris Wood, and then when the starting lineup gets announced and it's Wood and Rodriguez, then you get to choose. Like, you don't plug in Rodriguez because then you're dead. Yeah, I don't see any reason to play Rodriguez. I'm just talking about GPP, like a cheap goal. No, no, no. Like, I'm saying between he and Wood, like, Wood's – not going to be so popular that like you're like oh i better switch off of wood right but let's say you did want to at least if you have wood in your lineup you could sure you can go down if he's in right. i'm not saying jay rodriguez is a good play i'm just i'm it, you, you always come back with the revenge narrative crap so i'm <laughs> like i can't throw it because <laughs> i think the burnley the burnley forwards for the goal scoring odds on a low scoring slate are cheap enough where instead of playing a townsend or a mcneil you're playing one of those guys yeah no i appreciate that Che Adams at 7,100 is, that's where you're going to get a goal because, like, who on earth would pay that? Right, exactly. Because you'll play Caver Lewin over him. For sure. Is anyone going to play Zaha at 8,000 on this slate? I'm not. Especially when IU is 2,000 cheaper. Yeah, there was a time where, like, IU was either more expensive or they were very close, and two goals from Zaha last week, and now it's a $2,000 difference. But, like, below that... There's no one. There's no one that's playing. I mean, there's no one that's even starting. Smallbone gets some random starts. Right. Who's who's starting for West Brom? It could... Probably Robinson. Not to be confused with Robson Canu. Right. Yeah. 
I think that's fine. I mean, I think most people are not going to be having a lot of West Brom exposure. And Chelsea no. is a sieve for a good right. team, at least. Yeah. Just that is just, you don't need the salary. I mean, that the problem with the slate, it's not, I don't consider it a problem, is that even if you build lineups with the, with the Robinson, it's like, well, I guess you're stacking that game. Well, no, right? that's you're you, playing Vern or you're playing, you're, you're playing Chelsea players with them. Right. And yes. Ward Prowse and paying up at everywhere and playing up a goalkeeper, but not a Chelsea goalkeeper. Right. Paying up for Everton keeper. Yeah. It seems like, like you're wasting salary. Right. It's a classic NFL move of stacking Chelsea and then a run back with Callum Robinson. Right. As if that makes, that does happens a lot in soccer. But that's your Werner Hama. You're going to play Hamez in a midfield spot. Right. Because you're not like at midfield. Like it, it's easy that the only pay up option is James Ward Prowse at 8,500 against Burnley, who obviously, you know, tends to play much more defensively. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he, to me, he's not sl- like a slam dunk at 8,500. I think he's efficiently priced. I think that's a, the perfect way to put it. He's efficiently priced. I, we say that a lot, though, where we're like, yeah, he'll get you 10. And that it's efficient. And then he actually gets like 15. Like, I think we, we undersell his floor, um, but it's still mostly floor with him. Right. Cause no, you're not playing like Pereira at 7,600. I don't care. I don't care if he's on set pieces for West Brom, you know, I'm not paying six seventy six hundred for a West Brom player this late. Right. Right. And he might not be right. Why don't they have stats? Like what is going on here? Yeah, they haven't updated the the, the, the logs. There have been two games already. Yeah, well, that's DraftKings. What is Bernbach doing? Yeah, he's not working for DraftKings. <laughs> so what's this Chelsea lineup going to look like if Pulisic doesn't play? It's going to be Havertz, is... Mount, and Werner. Okay. Is, 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 I mean, is Can... Mount going to be on set pieces or is Reese James going to continue? Um, so they played a Carabao Cup match yesterday. Wednesday um, Havertz had a hat trick but then also came off at like the 60th minute Mount took all set pieces but I think all sets but James didn't play so I don't know I think it's probably James right and also he feels a defensive position so I think I'm more inclined to go with James anyway but I mean Mount's sitting there yep he's he's in a dead zone right because if you either going up to Ward Prowse or you're going we're going down I think Mount, the, the problem is there, well, it's probably not a problem because it's the second game, but like if James sits again, which I think isn't the case, but if he does and Mount is in, I think you play Mount. Well, of course. We're saying like it's a dead zone for midfield, but like they're basically the same price, Mount and, and James, and like you can find defenders. Right. Then you always have Ashley Westwood sitting there, 5,300. Not exciting. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to play Westwood, but yeah, set pieces, floor, they're at home. I think I'm more likely to play McNeil, even at the higher price. Right, but he also fills a forward spot, so mm-hmm. I mean, that's that, that gives him an upgrade. Then we start going down even further. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you who my favorite play uh, is, the favorite cheap midfield play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll end up getting to him because he's not even in this price range. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I think. Oh, you do? I think. You do? You probably don't. Oh, okay. Uh, 
Eric Peters is now a midfielder. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> well, because he has been playing as a winger. Yeah, I know, I know. But now it's not as like you. you I guess you can. He was much more valuable as a defender. You can't play that. Get Why not? Forty six hundred. Stop it. With like no clean sheet equity at all. Get out. No way. No way. Do you think he has two assists or three now that I've said that? Right, no, he'll get the bailout assist for me. Why not? Uh, but, yeah, but you'd rather play Lavoyevich if he starts. Oh, I mean, that's not even a question. Right. I was actually going to say I'd play Schlupp over Peters. Oh, oh, Schlupp's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> we can agree on that. Right, how about Decore then? Why not? Because uh, he's much more defensive. So who who are the guy that who are the guys under four K? There's one guy that's going to be popular probably for cash games, and but the other guy is the one that I want. Um, I think some people will play McCarthy at thirty six hundred okay. if he starts. Right, he's basically worthless without the three <laughs> corners that he gets. Right, right. Without set pieces, he he all he does is accumulate yellow cards. Right, exactly. He, his floor is under zero uh, without set pieces. Um, I don't know if he starts. He didn't start last week, but then came on. But I think you could definitely play Matt Phillips at 3,700. Okay, and that wasn't the person I'm talking about. Okay. But yeah, I guess you can. You're right. Yes. He'll take a share of set pieces with uh, Pereira. Right. And he's 3,700. Yeah. Right. And he's 3,700. Okay, that's, I get it. That's the price I want to pay for a West Brom set piece taker. Right, exactly. <laughs> you thought that was the guy I was talking about? Uh, I wasn't sure if that was the guy you were talking about, only because he's probably not going to start. Okay. Is yours uh, Josh Brownhill? No. Okay, because oh. that's the guy I would have spoken of. Oh, is he even going to start? Uh, he might. JBG's out. No. I don't know who you. Who you uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna read off I'm gonna read off a list of players. Okay. But we're gonna, since, since this podcast because we only do three games tends to be short. I'm gonna extend it a little just for yeah. I don't know for playing time. Sure. Okay, Werner, minus 170 to score. Okay, we got that. Ings, plus 110. Calvert-Lewin, plus 130. Havertz, plus 140. Richarlison, plus 150. Wood, plus 150. Vidra, if he starts. 4,500, plus 200. Ayu, plus 240. Jay Adams, plus 250. I've listed the top goal scorers on the slate. Now, like, obviously, Vidra is 4,500. Wood's 6,400. Who's the next guy on that list of goal scoring odds? Uh, it, it, it's either it's either an issue that it's G- Giorgino Wijnaldum problem like we had uh, before, right? Uh, where the odds are like, why is he why he shouldn't be plus one hundred to score? And Golo Conte is plus two seventy to score. He's thirty five hundred and midfield eligible, and you're probably playing a construction where you need a midfielder in that range. That's what we're talking about: Phillips and McCarthy. That Do you I'm, just think the line's bad? It has to be. Let me uh go check on it. Yeah, let me find that, it. That's game. what I look at because uh, the one of the things for GPPs I look at and I go, let me take a look at the anytime goal scoring odds and let me take a look at the pricing. Yeah. And I go, Can I can I get a cheap goal out of anyone? So I go I start scrolling. I go, Well, Chelsea's favored, so we should see some Chelsea lines being good and Conte's sitting there at plus two seventy, because Jorginho is plus three hundred. 
he's 4,900 and doesn't do anything. I mean, he's plus. See, the thing is, like, Jorginho's plus 300 because he takes penalties. Jorginho is plus 280 on DraftKings. Okay, and, and how about Conte? Conte's plus 500. Oh, okay. Now, okay, that makes much more sense. We really got to change this. Jeez, what right. What's the feed? Jesus. Where do these come from? FanDuel, I think. Don't bet Conte plus 270 on FanDuel, then. Ugh. We're trying to give out information here, and the, the, the goal-scoring odds are wrong. Or not wrong, they're just horrible. They're just bad, yeah. <laughs> they're just like, they're not, I mean, you, how, do you, how do you even look at them then? But you had to say that Conte playing on the favorite team, I mean, it's playable, I guess. It's play, yeah, I, I, right. he definitely attacks more. Uh, he attacks six. more than he did when he played for Leicester. Well, even just under Lampard, he right has been moving up. Like, the same goal odds as Mason Mount. That's stupid. I got to change that. Right. That's well, why do you think I was looking at it going, why don't I play yeah. Golo Conte? Then? Right. It explains why I didn't like immediately I didn't go guess to him. him. Yeah, because that's right. Because the Wijnaldum one from two weeks ago, I mean, that was just obvious. That was so obvious. There's no reason he should have a higher goal scoring odds than Firmino. Right. On Liverpool. Right. All of a sudden he's Ronaldo. Right. <laughs> I actually don't think that that like, I don't think the, those Chelsea guys it's either him or uh, Kovacic. Kovacic. Yeah, Kovacic doesn't right. shoot as much, but like, I don't think those guys are that bad. No. I mean, for that range, I mean, you're playing right. a player that's on a favored team that should have the ball a lot. So, you know, chances created and, you know, peripheral stats. Right. Because you take McCarthy and they get like two quarter kicks and he comes off at the 70th minute with a yellow card. He's sitting there with like a half a point. Yeah, I... So we have... Um, the fantasy points on the Rotowire player pages. So it's easy. Like if DraftKings doesn't update them, which obviously they have not, you can just go to DraftKings. And I was like, oh, well, let's see what McCarthy scored. And it's like, oh, 3.0, 2.8. And I'm like, oh, he must not have had corners. Nope. You had he had him. Yep. I, I know. I rostered him. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. I, I keep track. <laughs> in, in fairness, that 3.0 was with a yellow card. So it was really four and a half. Right, God, it still doesn't matter. I, I cashed anyway, so who cares? How much money? How much? How many points do you need out of a three K player? Right. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's someone I wouldn't play in a large field GPP lineup. Right. Of course not. Unless I'm pairing it up with other Palace players or something. Yeah, I mean, even then, it's like you're only doing it if it's Benteke. Like you're not expecting Zaha to head in a corner. Who knows? That's why he maybe he's the middle of the field. There's a pass. There's a through ball. Who knows? So a defense, Lucas Dean, Reese James, and then you're done, right? You're playing 7,300 Dean, yeah. James at 6,300, and then like, who cares? The my first build didn't include Dina because I was like, oh, it's Hamez, and then like as soon as you actually look at the stats, you're like, oh. Actually, should be Dina and not Hamas. Right. Uh, whatever. Right. Exactly. Especially at defender eligible with for the clean sheet. I mean, why not? Mm-hmm. To me, I, I find like the 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 plays on the slate like cash type lineups. Like you could play three defenders, and uh, I was just about to say that. And the defenders that are not Dean and James that I would want to play would be the Burnley defenders. They're pretty cheap. Right. Taylor. 4,300. Bardsley, 4,100. 
Lowton, depending on who starts, obviously. Mm -hmm. It's the last game. I mean, they're not sexy plays or anything. It's just that, uh, do I want to pay 5100 for Bertrand or 4900 for Walker Peters? Like, I'd, I I don't think there's much of a difference between them and the, the Burnley defenders. And do I want to play uh, Tarek Mitchell at 3900 now? No, when he was 2500 sure. Actually, Joel no, he's Ward. not that bad of a play. Although no, stats, they're not horrible. His stats now are much more defensive. Like, he, he had nine and a half points in the first game, but it was like four tackles, one. One cross. He has one cross in two games, so like I'm not sure how much. And they won three one in the last one. <laughs> right. I just I just think that Palace is going to be defending more against Everton than Burnley is against Southampton. I think Burnley. I think there's there's more there's more value in the Burnley defenders. Right. No. Yeah. I think they're they're fine. They're fine. But I mean, you're comparing if you're playing like one of these guys and you're playing three defenders because you're playing Dina and James. You're comparing Bardsley to. Conte and McCarthy and those types of players. Yep. So, so I take a look at that and I go, well, what really is much of a difference? So, I mean, I'll play the defender, mm-hmm. especially in a low-scoring game. And this game could be one nothing either way. Clean sheet equity and whatever, you're good. Yeah, I think, yeah, midfield is definitely the place to pay down so that you can get these guys. Well, in one spot, like you're probably paying up for for like James Ward Prowse right, or right. Mount or something. And then we also have to see if like Milivojevic is in without McCarthy, and then obviously like doesn't mean that he's going to be on set pieces because Townsend will still take. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't necessarily prioritize set piece takers. Just like with Easy, like it's like they're cheap enough. Like Townsend gets value. If Townsend was only midfield eligible at seven thousand, he would not be played. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to put McCarthy in, like, the Cleverly range, but Cleverly's so much better, which I never thought that's, I would say. Right, that's saying a lot. Right. The corpse of Jack Wilshire may be better. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. It would be beneficial if Matt Phillips started. That helps a lot. Right. So do we do we roster Kepper in his last game for Chelsea? <laughs> Caballero. You have to you have to assume Mendy's going to start over him. Um, I mean, not this is he game. Official yet? No, I think aren't they signing him? No, I mean they're definitely signing him. But I'm like, right. I, I meant specifically for Saturday. I don't think he's. Gonna no, well, he's not in the player pool, so you couldn't be you couldn't take him anyway. Right. But I just mean like maybe they give it to uh, Caballero. Caballero. Yeah. Oh, they they hate Kepa that much. I Didn't mean, they he, pay him so much money? Didn't they like seventy-five million dollars transfer? Trans- yeah, biggest transfer ever. Um, Caballero, Omendi oh, is official. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much you need to integrate as a goalkeeper. Right, but I think I think that I think the I. I don't think you have to pay for goalkeeper, but I mean, like, most likely you're not. Most likely you're making a bill that you're not. Paying for Keppa or Pickford, maybe McCarthy, even McCarthy at five thousand. I mean, I just rather take. I I think you could take lineups if you. I mean, we're talking about like if you only have Reese James in your lineup, like you could play Johnstone for sure, like against them. So like that's not a big deal. It's goalkeeper. It doesn't matter, other than it really matters, mm-hmm. right? 
It will be the difference between you making money and losing money, but to choose the one that it does and doesn't is impossible. Mm -hmm. I do find it beneficial, though, that I have to spend no time on considering any of them. I just play the one that fits. Right. Most of of the time you're spending down, right? Most of the time you're spending down anyway. Right. If, if, If I had a choice, I'll take the cheapest home keeper on... Fortunately, in this light, all the key, all the homekeepers are the underdogs, so they are the cheapest homekeepers. Then right. he realizes no fans in the stands, so what does home field matter? It doesn't matter. Well, because how about long... the travel? How about the travel? Yeah, it's a long travel. travel. 40 minutes. All forty, 40 minutes, minutes on that train. Right. Come on. And the time change from you know noon to noon. Right. The train lag. Mm-hmm. It's very important. Um, I got, oh, would you pay 2700 for the Bronislav Ivanovic revenge game? Hold on. He's on a team? West Brom. Oh. <laughs> Is he starting for them? I mean, not yet, but if you can't start a guy in a revenge game, why'd you even sign him? Right. Who are their fullbacks? Um, they've got uh, Daryl Furlong and uh, is it O'Shea? They don't use them. They basically play five center backs. Right. Because Furlong's 3,900. Oh, no. Uh, oh, yeah. Let me see here. Yeah, I wasn't even looking at the West Brom defenders. Uh, I mean, why would you? It's Furlong and, oh, it was Kieran Gibbs last week, and then he got sent off. Um do we even have starting? I think we have an out of position center back starting now. If they even play, f- I don't know why you wouldn't play five at the back with uh, against Chelsea. So, right, Kipper maybe, like, and not and not three center backs and then two wing backs. They're like literally playing five in the back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like a three-five-two. It's it's a five-three-two or five-six. It's they'll put everyone behind them. Yeah. It's going to be a race this season to see who's going to be worse, West Brom or Fulham. I think it's definitely Fulham. Yeah, I think it's definitely Fulham also. West Brom have some decent attacking players. They're a good championship side. Yeah. Leeds stays up. Leeds could be in the top half of the table. I wouldn't go that far. They can't stop anybody. That's the problem. It's tough to win. It's tough to win 4-3 when... You can't actually get to the four. Like every game's four three, but they're always the three. <laughs> so that this is the team that we attack when you know. Yes. Man City versus uh, Leeds. It's like just six Man City attackers. It's next week. Great. Uh, is it on the main slate? Yeah. Oh, great. That's that's horrible. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm going to assume it's the last game. Um. Just to make it even more horrible. It, no, it's not. Oh uh, no, it's the middle game. Okay. Ne- next week is Everton Brighton. Leeds, Man City. It's at Leeds, at least. I don't know if that matters. And then Newcastle, Burnley, which might be the worst game I've ever heard of. Yeah, but that's the game that those are the slates I like. Not with Man City, Leeds on it. Yeah, just you stack Man City, and you can probably take Leeds players also. Yeah, we're already but, previewing next week. Yeah. That's how that's how short these slates are. We got. I mean, they've been. Hey, they had a Bundesliga five game slate. Sure did last week. The People, problem is that the, the GPPs are minuscule. Yeah. People were uh, 
asking for us to talk a little bit about it on the podcast. And I was like, first off, the slate hasn't even been posted yet, which, uh, you know, for a five game slate for a league that not many people are familiar with, I don't know why you would post it early, but, um, that's obviously sarcasm. Yes. Uh, oh, they have a showdown for tomorrow. I take that back. Let's see. $15,000. That's a full GPP, not the, uh, not the top That's prize. Not first, place. not first place. First place is five grand. Fifty dollars to ninth. <laughs> do you think I'm joking, or do you think I? It's actually no. Like, I don't think you're joking at yeah, all. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> oh no, no! Fifty dollars to ninth place. Right. I, I leave that uh, that that Alec Baldwin. It's great. Gary Glenn Ross on my phone just because every time he posts the payout structure, I'm like, okay, easy reply. What's funny Set is that snake knives. The one that you, the last one you sent was actually on a slate I thought was not bad. <laughs> like I actually wasn't, I wasn't meaning it for that way and it still popped up and I was like, all right. It's still I bad. Yeah. Still bad. All right. Anybody has any follow-up questions, you can find me on Twitter at Rotowire Andrew. You can find Jordan at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. If you'd like to become a better DFS player, you can check out the Theory of DFS, which uh, is Jordan's masterclass on getting us all better at daily fantasy sports. So again, you can check that out, theoryofdfs.com. Uh, theory um, that's it. Jordan, thank you very much, and good luck this weekend. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.